look, if there's only three people at your birthday party, that's not a birthday party. You don't get that year, right? You gotta have no. enough people there that you can have a proper party, exactly. right? And you've got to feed on their energy and hand it over to the great birthday gods. And then you get and your then year. You get another year. Yeah. Yeah. You can't have your year until you have a good party. And if there's only three people right. there, sure, you might get a whole quarter of the cake to yourself, but you're not going to get that year. You're going to stay 12. Now, you might think, oh, well, now, I guess now I've discovered the secret to immortality. I just don't throw birthday parties. Like, no, you get all the negatives of getting older you just don't get any of the positives of having an extra year yeah like you 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 die of old age and you can't buy alcohol yet yeah exactly and that's just sad Welcome back, everybody, to a little show we like to do here at the weekends, or as you call it, Wednesday. It's, of course, Boy Review, hosted by me, Hamish. And me, Big Dave. Welcome back to 2021 Boy Review FM Drive Time Radio with me, Big Dave. And Hambo, you're listening to Drive Time. I don't know where that character came from. Big Dave is like American Drive Time time Radio host. And I got the impression that, yes... When it's drive, drive time, time drive time just not any time of driving. He's also he's also he's also kind of a pirate. He became a pirate. So I, you're listening. You're listening to Landlubber Radio. <laughs> yes, scurvy Landlubber. Um, drive time is um, drive time is uh, eight a uh, seven a.m. till nine a.m. in the morning and uh, five p.m. to seven p.m. in the evening. Is drive time like bullet time? Does the world slow around you, or does it speed up, or is is there nothing special? Uh, only, only if you it, the world around you speeds up if you've driven this route before. That's you've got you've got to lay down the groundwork in order to benefit from the because like it's it's like leveling up, right? It's like leveling up in a video game. The more you drive this uh, your your route to work, you level up your drive time, and you. And it feels like you do it faster. You don't do it faster, but it feels like you suggested, do. Was it something akin to fast travel? Because before you can fast travel to a location, you need to have visited it first. Once you've gone there, you can like you can just skip out the boring bits. You're... Now, we'll perfect, be... a, a perfect analogy, Hamish. Thank There's you. There's a lot going on this week. Uh, we've got stuff to do, so let's so get into your top. Woo! Even number, big the big two zero. Let's go, Hamish. This week, I'd like to talk about. Pasta, right? I love pasta. Did you know, right? The first kind of pasta that was ever invented, uh, it was uh, recorded by Horace, right? Uh, a, a lyric poet, Roman lyric poet, writing in Latin, probably. Uh, he described these things called lagana, 
which were these flat sheets of dough that would be made of um that would be like spiced okay. and then deep fried uh and then that that is where lasagna comes from because it was because it's just these flat yes. sheets right um uh in north africa you you had these uh past like pasta made of tiny little droplets of this of this dough uh which is which is what couscous is right pasta is uh there's there's these universal foods right every culture or these universal concepts right every culture in the world has dragons of of like one kind or another everyone invented dragons at the same time because they're like sick dragons are awesome everyone invented uh fermented drinks right and everyone invented some sort of fried dough i'm gonna believe you on that one recipe and uh a lot of that started off with various types of pasta uh, but of course, the pasta that everyone thinks of is like Italian penne pasta, or right? Like, like penne or fusilli or penne rigatti. You got to get penne rigatti means penne with with ridges spaghetti. on the outside for catching sauce. Spaghetti. That's also in there, right? Um, Tagliatelle is the best one. Tagliatelle. I don't believe there's a better named pasta to say at least than tagliatelle. Well, we'll see, Hamish, because uh, I've got a segment coming up, but I'd like to talk about pasta a bit more. I, I love, right, pasta, such a simple dish, right? Yes. You think pasta's super easy because you buy like five kilos of penne from Tesco's and you just have pasta every day, right? Easy. But there's there's <laughs> so much, there there can be so much thinking that goes into making pasta, right? Um, uh one of the brainwaves that I had when it came to like making pasta and stuff is the the concept of finishing your pasta in the sauce that you're going to put the pasta with. Because sometimes what what I would do, right? This is what I do in first year. Um, I get hot water from the hot water tap because the hot water tap was hotter than the kettle. <laughs> no way. Yeah, uh, the kettle was broken and the hot water tap was also broken, uh, which meant that the kettle didn't work and the hot water tap came out at like 75 degrees. So it was, it was almost already boiling. That's roots for you. That's roots, baby. Uh, put that on the hob, right? Cook some pasta for 15 minutes, right? Already, that's too much, right? That's That pasta's too soft. Then drain it, pour sauce in, stir. What I have there is cold pasta, right? Because the sauce is going in cold. And it's cooling the pasta down. And we've got cold pasta. Rookie error. Rookie. Rookie error. So what I start doing is uh, what you got to do. Here's the big brain play, right? It does involve dirtying an extra dish, but it's not that bad. We can wash up. We it's, can do it. Yeah, it's going to be, it's gonna be wiped clean and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fine. Um, but the, the big brain play, this is like level two pasta making, right? You heat up the sauce that you're having in a separate frying pan or like a a, a, a a skillet, what an American would call a skillet, or like a flat bottom pan rather than like a saucepan. And then when the pasta is almost done, it's like 10 minutes maybe or like eight minutes, empty it out and put it in the frying pan and you toss it with the sauce, right? And then because pasta cooks by absorbing water, right? Dry pasta at least absorb, uh, absorbs water and that's how it cooks. Uh, you don't have to even use hot water. It's just, uh, I'm sure you know, Hambo, you, you do physics. The hot water will be absorbed more quickly because the hot water is, is more agitated or whatever. Um, 
so more of that interaction takes place. But you could just cook pasta, you know, quote unquote, cook pasta in cold water. Um, it just take longer. But yeah, if the pasta isn't fully done yet, it still has room to absorb liquid. Ooh. And so if you finish the pasta in the sauce, the pasta has sauce inside it. The pasta is suffused with sauce molecules. That sounds really good, Wookie. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. That sounds it's, really it's good. good. And then you get to the point where you're saving some of the water you cook your pasta in because that's full of starch, and you can use that to make the sauce nice and glossy. You get to the point where you're adding cold butter to uh, emulsify the sauce to make it like nice and creamy and saucy. Or uh, the third thing I said you could add. I can't remember what the third thing was going to be. Vodka. <laughs> You're not being serious. No, no, I am. I sh- I should have looked up the science of this. Um, you can add vodka to your pasta. Yeah, it's it's like it's a thing like vodka sauce, um, or like penne alla vodka. Um, I I, I want I don't want a recipe. So I want made science. From potatoes. So is it is it is it because it's all carbs or something? I have no clue. I honestly thought you were joking when you said vodka. Ah, yes, yes. Okay. Um, so in cooking there are. As far as I can tell, again, I, I'm a novice. I learn mostly from like YouTube videos. There are three types of flavor. There are flavors that are water soluble, because f- f- flavor is just a molecule, right? Flavor is just a, a chemical, right? So there's flavors that are water soluble, flavors that are oil soluble, and flavors that are alcohol soluble, right? Because uh, a- alcohol is a solvent, I think. Um, so. That's why you might want to, like, toast spices in oil, because the oil will release chemicals in them that maybe your, like, water-based dish wouldn't. Uh, And the the vodka, um, yes, absorbs uh, or releases chemicals from the the, the, the tomatoes that they normally don't release. But yeah, Um, so there's there's so much stuff you can get into with, with pasta and, like, you know, I've been getting really into making pasta bakes, that sort of thing. Uh, making like, uh, like good pasta. putting putting little cubes of uh, low moisture mozzarella in there, get it all melty. It's lovely. A, bo- a bowl of pasta is so good, right? It's so filling, but it also isn't. But it is. We've got a little a little skinny galley kitchen in our house in Lamington at the moment, and um, what that means is that essentially only one of us can cook at any one time, which means that we always cook for each other. Yeah, that's because otherwise we have to stagger our meals by like whenever that last person finishes. So doing like like big like big pasta bakes and stuff like that has been really fun. Um the most exciting thing, Hamba, you were mentioning how much you love tagliatelle. The most exciting thing about pasta is the the sheer variety of different types of pasta. Okay. Right? I have here a Wikipedia page of every type of pasta that is recognized. Okay. And Hamish, if you love tagliatelle so much, you must be a connoisseur of pasta, <laughs> right? Uh, I would say I I know of pasta. To have such a left field famous pasta, like uh, not famous, uh, to have to have to have such a left field favorite pasta shape. Uh, I think you'll find that actually. Wookie said it was my favorite one to say. Uh, my favorite one is the one that's a ribbon. You mean tagliatelle? <laughs> no, tagliatelle's no the one that's shaped like a bow. Even ah um. Farfalle. They're shaped like butterflies. Yeah, I'll say that. I'd say it's like a bow, but yeah. Well, it could be either. Um, In that case, Hamish, welcome to another old school boy review 
segment. Here we go. It's time to play Pasta Shape or Opera Singer. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? The show starts in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I have here in front of me, Hamish, a list of 12 vaguely Italian-sounding words. I also okay. submitted this same quiz to 14 people within our social circle. These okay, words uh, are either- like a boy beats world, but they're not here. It's just yeah. like me against well, the if, scores they previously set. Yeah, this is this is a, a, like a, a technological boy beats world. The, your options for each of these words are that it is the name of an opera singer, that it is the name of a shape of pasta, that it is both, or it is neither. Oh no, it's a multiple choice board. No. Would you like to know the average score of our 14 audience members before or after you take the quiz? Uh, are you able to keep track of my score so I don't know? Then as a suspense, be like, this was the average and then tell me my score at the end. So I answer the quiz, then you tell me what the average score is, then you tell me what my score is. So I, and yes. I have no clue. Here we go. Okay. This works. Okay. Hamish. Okay. Yes. Your first word. Remember, pasta, opera singer, both or neither. I hate those options. Is bigoli. Bigoli. B-I-G-O-L-I. Bigoli. Okay, so that sounds like a pasta. I'm, I'm saying it sounds like a pasta. I'm not saying it is. I'm just okay. I'm going through my thought process. Can we have the um? Uh, can we find some like uh, non-copyright sort of uh, tense heartbeat music? You know when, when they <laughs> they have un under um. I think I have some from when we did Boy Beats World a while ago. So I'll see if I can yeah. find that. Okay. That'd be good. So because you've got things like tagliatelle, but I think that I'm gonna set. I have a question. I actually one quick clarification. I know I'm stalling for time a bit. That if it's neither, is it a made-up word or is it or is it another word or is it a mixture of things? Um, if it's neither, it will either be a real Italian word for something that is not pasta nor opera singer, or it'll be a completely made-up word, as far as I know. Okay, that's fine then. Then I'm gonna say this is an opera singer. Okay, Big Ollie. Big the famous opera singer. Big Ollie, the famous opera singer. Like a pasta. Okay. Yeah. Also, are the names surnames? Or could it be a, a first name? Um. The opera singer names are surnames. Okay. That because I'm, I'm just going to make sure I understand the parameters because again, it all changes. Yeah. My thinking. So yeah, surnames o o opera singer surname. Uh, the, so the, this isn't an option, but the the way you might say Pavarotti, right? You refer to the to, to the singer as Pavarotti. Um, okay, Bigoli, the opera singer. Number two, Mafalde. Mafalde. Also, I, I, I apologise. I know that at least one person that took this quiz was Italian, and so nailed it. Um, 
I apologize if I'm butchering these pronunciations, but I'm trying my hardest. Mafalde. Uh, M-A-F-A-L-D-E. Oh. See, okay, I thought that was a double L-I again, but the fact that there's a D in there makes me change again. I am going to say pasta. We're saying pasta for Mafalde. Okay. Now, I'd like you to pay very close attention to, to the next pair of, of questions. Number three. Boccoli. Boccoli. B-O-C-C-O-L-I. That sounds a bit too much like broccoli, if I'm honest. So, so I think that... Uh, you know, I'm just going to go with my gut. Made up. Neither. You know what? I, I don't care. I don't care what I get. I'm going to say this now. I don't care. I'm just going to put what I think is right. I'm going to start taking this seriously. And I'm just going to do it. You've Ever since... Um, ever since... Uh, Kentucky Derby winner or World of Warcraft location. Hamish has just had zero emotional investment in in any of the nonsense I've come up with. He's like, look, no, I do. It's I all do made up anyway. <laughs> no, it's just I'm getting really stressed out. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, like, oh, I've got to get, I've got to do well in this case. It's like, no, it does not matter. I'm just gonna do what I think is right, and if I'm wrong, screw me. I guess it doesn't matter. Oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, Boccoli, <laughs> we're saying, is neither. Neither. Number four. Bocelli. Bocelli. Very, very similar. Bocelli. B O C E L L I. That's a name. I don't know whether that would also be a pasta. Not Botticelli. We're saying both. Yeah. Okie dokie. I'm half right. If, <laughs> if you say both for all of them, you do get half a point for. <laughs> no, that's, that's not true. Um. Number five, Farinelli. Farinelli. Uh, that's uh, an opera singer, Mario Farinelli. Mario Farinelli. Yeah, if they're an opera singer, I'm going to tell you what their first name is. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. If I get okay. their first name right, I'd like an extra point. Please. You get an extra point if you get the first name right. Yeah. Um, number six, Fiori. Fiori. Uh, F I O R I. That is neither. I think what you're trying to say is Guy Fieri. Guy Guy Fiori, yes. Yes. Number seven. King of Pasta Town. <laughs> King of Pasta Town, that's good. Um, number seven. Pacchieri. Pacchieri. P-A-C-C-H-E-R-I. Pacchieri. Uh, I think that's a pasta. Hambo says pasta. Yeah, that's a, right. Does it have a first name? <laughs> no. no Pasta's first name is also Mario. It's <laughs> Uh, Mario, Jumpman, Mario. Um, number eight. Number eight, we have Recensione Ragazzo. This is two words. Recensione Ragazzo. Uh, that's gonna be. Surprise. I'm gonna be surprised by this because it's two words. It's both. It is both a pastor and an opera singer. The parents of this child just hated them. They, they, they were just like, look, look, kid. I, ne I didn't want you, alright? I never wanted you. Your name is Cheese Sauce from now on. <laughs> first name Cheese, last first name Cheese, middle name Sauce, last name Smith, right? You're keeping my bloody last <laughs> name. Smith. Cheese Sauce Smith. <laughs> right then. We're saying both. Number nine. Tadolini. Tadolini. Is it with a can you spell that out? Because I couldn't say what tell what you were saying. Tad or cad. Uh, I certainly can spell it out. T A D O 
L-I-N-I. Tadolini. Uh, I'm going to say that is neither. Sounds like a pasta, but it's not. It isn't. You're wrong if you guess pasta. I've not given any pasta so far, but the next the next one's going to be a pasta. I don't even need to hear it, Wilkie. The next I'm one? I'm preemptively say okay. pasta. Pasta. Yep, you're saying what it is. For, for question number 10, you're saying pasta? Brilliant. Yeah. I, do, do you want me to just straight up not read what, it, what the word is? No, tell me what it is. I'm okay. going to stick to pasta. Your word for number 10 is pasta. I've said it was a pasta. Can I change it to both? No, I'm going to keep it as pasta. I'm going to keep it as pasta. There's going to be a pasta called pasta. You want to say both? No, I'm going to keep it as just a pasta. Okay, but so you're saying just pasta. You think I'm trying to triple bluff you? Yeah. Number 11. We're getting close there. We're getting close. Number 11. Su filindeu. Su filindeu. S U, new word. F I L I N D E U. Su filindeu. I think you're trying to trick me. I think because su sounds very um, Eastern. So I think um, you're, it is still a pasta because I think like noodles and stuff would count. That's so I'm. I think I think you're trying to sort of bluff me twice. So I think okay. it's still a pasta. Or it's just someone called Sue. Susan Falindi. Oh, <laughs> it could just be Susan Falindi. It could, it could just be Susan. Uh, you said they all live now. under theatres. <laughs> all, <laughs> all of these people. That's where they have to live. Number twelve. That's why people want to be opera singers because they get free accommodation. It's like they being do. a vicar. It's it's very much like being a vicar. A, a lot of. Yes. No one is addressing the similarities between opera singers and vicars, and I, I just, I think both of us are so brave for talking about that it on our podcast. That should be the next quiz you do: opera singer or vicar? Opera, vicar, um, vicar or character from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Um, <laughs> number twelve, Caccini, Caccini, C A C C I N I. Uh, you know what? I think this is going to be an opera singer. We're saying an opera, opera singer. That's it. Okay. Uh, did you want to now know the average score? Yeah, hit me. It's going to be like 10. Someone, two people in fact, did get 10 on this quiz. Out of 12. Okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. But the average score over the 14 people that very, very kindly took this quiz, the average score was 5.36. Okay, so if I can beat five... The median okay, score can, was five. I can get six or better. That'd be nice. I'm going to guess for six or I better. got four. Okay. I'm going to guess I got four or worse. Or I'm worse. Four is... <laughs> Amish, you scored the median score. Five is better than most of my scores on these quizzes. So, you know what? I'm going to take that you've, as a win. You've done okay. And look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Just like with Kentucky Derby winner or World of Warcraft location, right? The point is not to know about the thing. I was telling my parents about this quiz and they were like, but I don't know anything about opera or pasta. And I was like, that's the point, right? The point is that it's just confusing and stupid. Yeah, it's good fun. Right? That's there, a good, good quiz. There were, there were some deliberate misdirects in... um. In the Kentucky Derby World of Warcraft one, uh, like there was a horse <laughs> called Landing Zone or something, and I was like, "Well, th that must be a place, but it isn't. It's a horse." Um, this one just uh, there's no way of guessing. Yeah, apart from pasta and boy review in Italian, though, those were my two uh, my two hardballs. I liked it though. Um, 
Well, Wilkie, I've got a long recording, so I feel like we need to wrap up this topic. So would you mind giving us a a score for that? Uh, for Not for your quiz, a score for pasta. Pasta, pasta. as a dish. I'm going to give pasta a bad good because pasta bad is good. brilliant. Pasta is versatile. Pasta is delicious. But pasta is too delicious, right? You can have too much of a good thing, and I think pasta is an example of that. Um it's too tempting to just eat an entire kilo of pasta uh, and pig out, right? So pasta is dangerous, is my final judgment. Pasta is very delicious, but t- but dangerous. Not to, not to be trifled with. And if you want to take that quiz for yourself, the link should hopefully be on our Instagram. You can see if you can do better than Hamish. Yeah. And you can also find out what the correct answers are if you were playing along at home. Just put in your answers and you'll 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 see how it goes. Uh, now, Wilkie. Um, Hamish. I'm going to get right into my topic. Now, I was thinking of something because I, I, I didn't get a, any sleep last night at all. Oh, no. Izzy was, up, Izzy was up doing one of her assignments. It's her last one that she's got to hand in over the Christmas break. And uh, she was just up, you know, trying to make sure it was all really good. And so her bedroom light was on and I could not sleep. Um, so, and I was going to review sleep. However, I have since changed my mind because sometimes when you're looking around the space around you, it can give you ideas. And I want to review this. Oh, I'm dropping it, dropping it. Pokemon 2021 everyday desk calendar. Now this might, now this was a, this was a Christmas gift from Izzy. So I want to uh, sort of say that it was, it's, it's a good gift. I really like it. There's a lot of thought. Yeah, I like knowing what the date is. Very much your vibe, because uh, ever since you got a job, I, I feel like I, so you, you're a bit more grown up than everyone else, and having having a little desk calendar feels very grown up. And then, of course, Pokemon is your one of your things. So that's that's a, a good a good pull. And I want to review it because I want to go through this thing because there are some things that are great about this. There are some things that aren't so great. So, firstly, Wilkie, yes. Um, the thing I want to I want to start with is there's a Pokemon for pretty much every day of the year. Now the reason I say pretty much every day of the year is is it's different. I believe I don't know if there are any repeats. However, I'd hope there aren't because there are like 900 Pokemon and only 400 days, or less than 400 days. Famously, but, um, 365. Yeah, I was rounding. I've, I've been rounding a lot recently for no good reason. So they should be able to do at least a Pokemon a day. Uh, the weekends are two Pokemon. All the legendary Pokemon come at weekends. And whilst that's a cool aesthetic, it's kind of sad that you don't get two. Because like I'm getting shortchanged on Pokemon. Yeah. Um, the other thing I don't like uh, about this calendar, it's going to start with some of the negatives. The other thing I don't like how um, on special days of the year, there aren't special Pokemon. So like if I was to go to December 25th, which is Christmas Day. It's not a particularly Christmassy Pokemon. And then so you think, okay, well, maybe it's not going to be Christmassy because not everyone celebrates Christmas, even though on the calendar it does say that it's Christmas Day. So then I'm going to go back to say, like, let's maybe just try Halloween. I feel like that's slight, whilst it does have religious connections, it's a bit less, it's a bit less connected. Again, no luck. It's a Jirachi, which if you've not seen it, is not a Halloween monster. It's very cute. Very oh, cuddly. I'm looking up. So it's not really scary. So that's it's a little bit sad. Oh yeah, Jirachi's cute. They got a little hat. 
And then, and then I thought, well, I'm going to hold out hope. I'm going to hold out hope. I'm going to go to April 1st. That is a non-denominational holiday. That is April Fool's Day. Let us see what April 1st is. And disappointed to find out that April 1st is a Ninetales. It's still a Pokemon. I was really hoping that April 1st would be a, not a Pokemon. It might be an animal. Like a, be Digimon. a Digimon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be really funny. That would have been such a good joke. Or just uh, like unfortunately a, a not. picture of like Shigeru Miyamoto. Yeah. That'd be fun. Did he do Pokemon? I'd have a sh- oh, I don't know. It was Game Freak. I don't know if he... I don't think he created Mario. I don't think he created Pokemon. I think it was somebody else. Yeah, he, he worked. Yeah, Janichi Masuda, I think, is the he- one of the main people behind Pokemon. I don't think he's... The, I don't know if he's the creator. One, he's one of the founding members of Game Freak. But anyway, um, there's all of that. But there are other days in the year. Wilkie. Uh, so I thought we'd go through some Pokemon. So I thought I'd start with January 14th. That is Izzy's birthday. Okay. The Pokemon that she gets assigned is a Cleffer. This cute little pink puffball. Oh, that's that's kind of appropriate. I think it's very appropriate. Cleffer, if you go out to watch a meteor shower, be sure to keep an eye on the ground as well as the sky. You might catch a, catch a Cleffer dancing in the starlight. It's very appropriate because Izzy likes staying up late. She's very much a night owl. Um, now, Wookie, I don't actually know when your birthday is. I always get reminded on Facebook for people's birthdays. I don't remember when most dates are so when is yours uh my birthday is the 11th of may 11th i'm excited may. Okay. now hamish um you've mentioned that, that these pokemon choices seem a little random could it be that they're going by number because don't no. don't aren't, aren't pokemon all numbered they are all numbered they're not going by number because they what blastoise is to number four and blastoise i believe is pokemon numbers six or nine yeah so um it's not the next after that is bravery, which I think is somewhere in the four hundreds. So they're not going, they're not going uh, chronologically. Uh, May eleventh, uh, you get a Mistrevus Gen two Pokemon. Ooh, Look, looks kind of scary. Mistrevus gets little, energy you? from yeah, it's it's kind of a scary ghost type. Mistrevus gets his energy from scaring people and soaking up their fear. So it's not fond of people who don't scare easily. Now, will he use a couple of your strength by doing quizzes that scare me? <laughs> So that's why you're a good mischievous. Uh, April, April 16th, I was one away from getting a Gardevoir. I get a Mammoth Swine, big tusky mammoth looking thing. Whoa, Mammoth Swine have boy. been around since the last Ice Age. Their huge twin tusks are formed of ice. It makes a lot of sense because I'm old. I'm, I'm, I'm older than you, so I'm, I'm 22. That's practically dinosaur areas, really. I was one away from Marshadow. Look at that. That boy. Look at him. Scary thing. Now, there are things I like about it. But it's fun, and I like it how each day you get to learn a little fact about the Pokemon. Now, I'm not, I'm not fact-checking it. I don't know whether Blastoise is actually 1.6 meters tall. I always thought he's only a few pixels tall. But, <laughs> um, but the, uh, I, I do, I, I do like how it gives you sort of like a Pokedex-style entry about the Pokemon. And so far, the ones I've read aren't as just downright scary as the ones in the actual Pokemon show. So that's that's a good thing. And the other thing I really like, Wilkie, is you may have noticed, obviously Pokemon have to get carried around Pokeballs. And so this has taken it, to, this calendar's taken that to heart. It's like, well, if we're going to show a Pokemon, we've got to show a Pokeball. Every single page has two Pokeballs on it. Not different kinds of Pokeballs, the exact same two. And it it's pretty much the exact same sprite, just in slightly different positions, depending on the picture of the Pokemon. Like if you were to if you were to flick through the pages, you'd probably find the Pokeballs do not move very much at all. Why are there two? 
I don't are know there, why there are there two, maybe are, are there two of each Pokemon? No, there's just one of each Pokemon. Maybe someone's tried to catch it and they had it. Third time was the charm. So you see the two failed attempts sat next to it. And then it's the final they're just, one. Is, they're just sitting there floating in the water. That's so weird. You know, they're just floating around, hanging about. That's what poke. That's what Pokeballs do be like. Pokeballs are like expensive, man. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta save them. I feel like they've got a picture of Salamence here, and that looks wrong as all heck. Yeah, that's something. I remember in in Pokemon games, like you try and catch something and you miss and you lose the Pokeball. Why can't you just go pick it up later? Um, I think the idea is like it was sort of broken, so it's it's now usable. There are there's a Pokemon that has an ability that. Sort of lets you pick up. Now, now Wilkie, I've just noticed the first error in this thing, and it's such an odd error. They've got a Salamence, which is this guy here. And the reason it's such an odd error is this is a cross between two pictures. This is a cross between regular Salamence and Mega Salamence, which is like an extra ver special version. And I don't know how they've got it, because this... This this image is identical, to, pretty much identical to a normal Salamance picture that you can get just on Google. And so an artist has gone, cool, I'm now going to tweak this a little bit, but make it wrong. And I don't understand how they've managed to do that. But anyway, um, this is a bit of an odd topic. I just thought I'd talk about this calendar because it's really awesome in many ways and very odd in others. Every page also, funnily, for a 2021 calendar is copyrighted to Pokemon 2020. Oh. So, uh... It's quite funny. I just like so they, they even get the, the year wrong or something. They're out of copyright. You know Hamburg, we can use them for content. Yeah, we can. Are the other artworks also like slightly strange? You know, so we've so we've got a a plausibly legally distinct, you know, not quite Salamance creature. I don't know. I'd have to go through them all, Wilkie. And there are, as I've said before, nearly four hundred Pokemon in this book. <laughs> So we'd have to go through it. Buzzwall, Wilkie. Look at look at that swall bug. Oh my god, that's not a Pokemon. That's like an Adult Swim character. What the hell? That's an ultra. That's an ultra beast. That's a character from Pokemon Big Universe. Mouth. It's a character from uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. Yeah, that, that's that's my stand on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I've never watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. I just keep hearing about it. All and I know, I, all I know is the music. All I know about it is there's a guy called Jojo, or there's a guy called Jotaro who may or may not be Jojo, uh, and there's a guy called Dio. There's Jotaro, uh, Jotaro, <laughs> Dio. Yeah, I know. I that, that's oh. the meme I know. I know that there's that's the no, meme I know. Jojo is a guy called Jonathan Joestar. Okay. Jotaro may also be a Joestar because apparently each season follows the life of a different member of the Joestar family. I don't know. Oh, that's why it's Jojo's bizarre yeah. adventure because it's, it's multiple Jojos. Okay. Or it's well, it's Jonathan Joestar, Jojo. Nah, yes, but there's multiple, there's multiple Jojos. Like no, it's like, no, it's like a, no, it's like a possessive. No, it's like no, it's a possessive. Nah, well, okay, I think you're wrong. Uh, I think of course I think you it's, do. Fair. Like you were wrong about some of those passes. I secretly got twelve. <laughs> yeah, you actually did get twelve. You 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 were looking them up as we did the quiz. Yes. I should have done that. I should do that sometime. Just like, but like next time you do a really crazy one, I should just have the answer. I should just like Google search the answers and just confuse you. But anyway, uh, there's, 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 there's some review in here of this, this thing. Um, I was going to give this a bad good, but just for the, just for the Salamance alone, 
just how crazy it is. I think that's the only one that's incorrect as well. I'll have to have a look. And the fact there's two Pokeballs, so it shows, you know, they're really trying to catch these Pokemon. I want to give it a good to good because it's just funny now. Just that one mistake. Wait, wait, did this have three Pokeballs? Oh, no, Igglybuff is just round. I got one of his eyes confused. Okay. <laughs> Igglybuff. I, I, I love that family of Pokemon. Igglybuff, Jigglypuff. Wigglybuff. Yeah, that, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Well, there's there's a review in there somewhere, but we gotta got to be tight. Tight, tight for time, because you wanted to try something a bit weird at the end of this episode, didn't you, Wilkie? Yeah, so I, I I thought it'd be cool to, to do something a bit more collaborative for our um our group topic, because sometimes we end up picking a group topic that one of us like knows more about than the other. Um like we both agree that we, you know, we, we have a, a similar opinion, but you know, one of us is more able to talk about it. Uh so yes. I I think what we've come up with is that we're gonna do uh, a number of rounds depending on how how long it takes us to get through this of um a game known as uh million dollars butt yes based uh, for those on you don't the know, rooster teeth show. yeah it's are you getting a, these from the show or from I'm gonna Smash? look i've i've got a, a list of ones that were on the show but if we think of something silly then we can do it right um Sorry, I've got hiccups. Um, the premise is this: a uh, a situation is described. Um, for example, um, you are a Smurf. You dress and talk like the Smurfs from the show The Smurfs. But well, at the same time, you get a million dollars. So you get a million dollars, but you're a Smurf. Uh, is that for and, the and is that for the rest of my life? Yep, yeah, you are a Smurf. Right. Uh, there's a very famous one, which is you get a million dollars, but there's a snail following you at all times, and if the snail touches you, you die. Yep. The question is, do you accept that deal uh, and live with this snail of Damocles hanging over your head for your whole life? Because okay, so the other. Can we just start with that one, Hamish? Would you? Yeah. Would you take the snail? Well, because I watched. Um, I've watched this this episode, so I also know the other stipulation was. You cannot die otherwise. So it's effectively, you're not just getting a million dollars. You're also getting immortality. The only way you can die is getting touched by this snail. And the snail also lives forever. There's no way to... And the, the snail moves at the regular pace of a snail. It's a regular snail. Now, Wilkie, I, I probably wouldn't take this because I feel like it would become too easy to be paranoid because eventually the snail will escape. There'll be no prison. Because also, also for a million dollars, it's just like, I'm going to have to spend all that money making a snail prison. And eventually that prison's going to break. And then I'm not going to know where the snail is. And then until I know where the snail is, I won't be able to sleep. I won't be able to like relax. I'm just going to be scared. So I, I feel like I, I don't want the snail chasing after me. And I, I don't want that a million dollars because it's just a... It's just going to be a waste. I'm not going to. That's interesting. Do I'm not going to be able to live my life. Okay, I think I I think I would take it because as sure as as much as it's it's you know nerve wracking having this snail following you, um, I feel like trapping the snail is fairly easy, right? Because the the snail does not have any supernatural abilities other than the ability to know where you are at all times and the ability to kill you if it touches you. It's not super strong. It doesn't like teleport. It doesn't have acid. So if you put it inside 
a regular bucket. It's going to have to wear down the, that metal bucket. It's going to be like the episode of Doctor Who. Potentially like that episode, right? It's going to take it <laughs> years. It's going to have to eat all that metal and, you know, digest that metal. And it won't die from it, but it won't enjoy it either, right? Or if I put it inside a big concrete box, it's going to have to wear down, abrade that concrete, right? That gives me a lot of time. And if I just move to a different country, I've then also got the amount of time it takes the snail to get there. Oh, look at how fast does a snail move? Not Okay, we're going to say 0.05 kilometers an hour. So that's... Wilkie, let's say you've done your calculations wrong and the snail is able to get onto that flight. You can't guarantee the snail's on that flight unless you know where the snail is. And then suddenly you're on a flight and no longer are you getting away from the snail. You're now trapped on a long journey with the snail. The, no, but the snail, the, can't, the... the snail can't get out that, that box. I Look, I've got my, my, my flight's in two hours, right? The snail isn't getting out of that box in two hours. I just know it isn't. And even then, but, it's uh, going to take it more than two hours to get to the airport. I, I can I be know, sure. Okay. Hey, I, Mitch, I can be sure. I have faith. I don't have faith. I, I believe somehow, you know, the snail's going to attach itself to a taxi. It's going to be like, follow that man. The taxi driver's going to go. They've never been, never been snail, hired by a snail. Snail, snail, snail can't communicate. Snail but can try it. It might and... then not follow that man. It, it might sort of like, you don't know what a snail can do. It might be able you maybe I do. Hamish, I, Hamish, I feel like 21 plus years of living on this planet, interacting with the world around me, has given me a fairly solid concept of what a snail is capable of. Right? True, even, true, true, true. Even a determined snail that, that like knows where it's going, right? Doesn't get distracted. Even then, I I I know I know how fast that snail can move. That snail, if I'm you know if I'm ten kilometers away, yep, I have a week or so until that snail plausibly could get to me. Right? If I move across the world, that snail has to travel at 0.05 kilometers an hour, half a kilometer every. Basically, one kilometer a day. I'll I'll give it two kilometers a day, right? What's the width of the USA in kilometers? Like, like four thousand kilometers. Okay, what's eight thousand days in years? Twenty-one years. So alive. just then, every... all your friends would would grow up and you'd still be alive because you'd have the snail going after you. Yeah, every twenty years I just move to the opposite side of the USA because here's the thing: the snail doesn't think tactically, right? The snail doesn't plan ahead. The snail just moves towards me, right? Because if if the snail worked out what I was doing, snail would just stay on the west coast of the USA, wait for me to come back, and then get me in those intervening twenty years, right? But it doesn't do that. I can. I can, um, are you aware, Hamish, of, of the video game term kiting? I can kite the snail. I can make the snail chase me and then return to a point where it's going to take a while to reach me, right? I can, I can lure the snail across the country and then just leave. Look, you would have to be very careful with that because even if the snail isn't thinking ahead, if you, like, don't work it out exactly, you could end up traveling 
back to the other side of the country before the snail's gone the full distance. And then the snail will end and up... And I, I slowly, you know, slowly lose time until I'm actually moving to where the snail currently is, yeah. Huh, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, you'd have to see. That's what I'm thinking about. Unless you're able to keep tabs on this snail all times of the day, every day, eventually you're going to slip up. Well, then, then it's can done. you keep, keep... There's no second chances. Can you keep track of it? Okay, here's here's the plan, right? Here's the plan, Hamish. You hire someone who's not involved, right? You can use your, mil- your million dollars. First of all, you've you've used capitalism to increase your million dollars to more money, right? Because capitalism. You've invested it, done Just whatever. do it. You've paid someone half a million dollars to take the other half a million and, and invest it. Um, you go to a disused hangar, like like an, an, an aircraft hangar, right? You go there and you stand in the middle of the room, right? And you have floodlights trained all around the building until you see the snail, right? And then you've got your crack team of tech experts who are going to uh, irrevocably superglue a small tracking device to the snail, right? They can touch it. It's not a death snail. Yeah. It's just an anti-me snail. That's fine. It's an anti-worky snail. And I've got a tracker on the snail, right? And I, I make sure that that Eventually tracker... that tracker's going to break. Eventually that tracker's going to wear down. Then I do the same down. thing again. It's... The, the snail is stupid. The snail is easy to bait. This is not a problem. I, Wilkie, I think you're underestimating the snail. No. I'm, I'm estimating the snail and I estimate that it's an idiot. <laughs> in in my estimations, this snail hasn't got shit on me. Okay, well, Wilkie, maybe you're right. Maybe you are right. I don't, who needs <sighs> snails? Who needs snails? Make it a different animal. Make it, make it a bird, Hamish. Make it a make it a death bird. I'll take oh, if it's it on. It's a death bird. I won't take it on. I'll, I'll I'll get killed by that bird. I'll take it on. I'll I'll live on a plane the rest of my life. I'll eat it up. I'll kill it. I'll shoot it with a gun. Anyway. Have a look at some of the other ones. Is that, let's do a second one. Let's do, let's do a couple of right. these. Um, there's there's quite a good one here from actually the most recent episode. Uh, episode 8 of season 4. Uh, no, there's five seasons. This is the last one that was added to this spreadsheet. So Hamish, you get... Right, I have here in my hand a million dollars. It's a loo roll, Wilkie. But I guess in this economy, that is worth a million dollars. Wayo, a million dollars. But for the next five years, you have a 24-7 permanent hype man following you around, hyping you up. The catch is they're very bad at their job. Yeah, I'd take it. I'd have a hype man. Hype man for five years? Just, yeah, I don't just, care they're bad at their job. Just tank it for as five years. Just tank it. I'd take it for five years. Then I'd just have a hype man. Sure, because the hype man's not always with me. They'll be nearby. So as long as I can, you know, and I don't care, you know, they can be hyping up me, me going to the toilet. I feel like it's one of those things where people are like, oh, you got to kind of keep it secret when you're going to the toilet. It's like everyone knows they're going to hear the flush in five minutes time. Yeah. So there's no point. Just have this guy being like, yeah, you can do it. Yeah, this guy just like outside the toilet. Woo! Take that piss. Let's go. I'm going to take Ayo. that, man. I'm going to... Ayo, I'm... my boy Hamish. His piss is clear as mountain spring water. He's hydrated. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Got that hydration, yeah. Except that's that's quite good hype, right? That's kind of funny, right? Like, yeah. this guy's bad at his job. He's knocking on the door, be like, "Go, Hamish." I don't know. I can't. I can't imagine what a bad hype man would be like. Exactly. That's why I want to see what it's like. I want. I think they'd be good. I'm just. I'm just curious. Yeah. I'll. I'll take. I'll take the million. Like, I'll take the million because there's just five years, right? Can I pay the guy to leave me alone? 
Can I, I could just lock him outside my house. It's 24 7 though, he lives with me. Yeah, it's a free roommate. You got company. That'd be cool. Just a, just a, a built in friend. So, so Hamish, so far this game, I've made two million dollars because I've accepted the death snail. I've accepted. I've made one million. You've made a let's million. Do a nice round three. Let's do. Let's um, do a third one. Um, okay, Hamish. Uh, we first met at Improv Society, so I think it's only fair that we do this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You get a million dollars, but at a random moment, you have uh, uh once a day at, at a random point each day. You have an uncontrollable compulsion to burst into a Shakespearean-style monologue about whatever is happening. Yes, I was. I just saw this one a second ago, and I thought that's a good one. I was going to see if there's a better one. No, I would take that because I think, I think that would be a lot of fun. That'd be sick. You get people following you around trying to record these monologues. Like, no, the inspiration hath not struck me yet. And like, yes, you can you can play it off as if you're super cool. Just once a day. And then it could become it could it could become this art form as well because you think like after a year or so, is it after a year you lose it? No, it's just every day, every day for the rest of your life. Oh, then yeah, that is just that's, that's sick. Just that's a, that's a, that's a career right there. Yeah, that, what you've got there is a job. But here's the thing, Hamish. Here's the thing. A viral sensation. I'm trying to think of a bad place this could happen. You you you're at a funeral. And the urge strikes you, right? And it's it's not a funeral of someone you know very well, right? If it was like a, fu- a funeral for like one of your parents, then like obviously people might expect you to to wax poetical about things. But no, this is like a friend's granddad. This is this is like the funeral of someone that it, like I I maybe I'm going with Izzy to support her, and it's someone that she knows but she's already like a connection removed like it's it's like a slightly distant relative yeah so then she's a little bit removed and then i'm just like i don't know who this person is i have no clue i've never met yeah them no, no you know them and the urge strikes you to make a shakespearean monologue because it's, it's so write... dependent on the reactions of people around you because that could be like such a gesture right but unless because like it's no you just say i like, okay if i was like sorry guys i have shakespearean tourettes um, yeah, I I will potentially burst into monologue. I'm sorry, I can't stop it. Just give me a mic, put it on YouTube. Give and, me a mic, lay down a beat, and and I'll do like a Shakespearean rap. Yeah, um, it's it's, a, it's just a about whatever's happening. Rap. So I feel like like w- one fifth of these monologues are going to be about your bowel movements, right? Oh. <laughs> Probably, le- hopefully less, but yeah, you're not wrong. Mine ass hath profunded much shit into thine <laughs> toilet. That sort of thing. I think that's um, fun, though. Yeah. I think that would make going um, to the toilet a lot less awkward. <laughs> again, like, you're just, like, there's a someone... long line for the, because again, imagine it doesn't happen during, it happens beforehand. There's My golden the stream doth flow. Yeah, imagine just like you're you're waiting in the queue. People are gonna move out the way. She's like, this guy obviously really needs to go. <laughs> or yeah, if you're at you're you're right you're, you're, you're just like imagine just put both hands up in the air and just like proclaiming the people are gonna be like, wow, this is a great show. They're gonna get the excited. issue of mine lines. Anyway, um, and because now would it wake also, you if up? You, if would you, you occasionally you, uh, wake uh, up in the middle of the night and have to do a, a monologue about sleeping? Um, yes. 
sometimes that would happen. That 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 uh, every mm, you spend a third of your life sleeping, Wilkie. So a yeah. third of a third of the time. If if a third of them are about sleeping, a fifth of them are about the toilet. There's not many left. Hey, no. which, wouldn't it be funny if um if you did a monologue about um the I don't want to say it. You know, it's like you were like if you were in bed, but like with someone else, and you did a monologue about it. Again, with a lot of these things, uh, I was I was watching you, you. You recommended that I watch Ghosts, I think, and I, I it wasn't you. It was Dan. Ghosts. I keep I keep getting you and Dan mixed up. Uh, I watched all the Ghosts. So much of Ghosts could be because like there's so much tension in the show about the fact that only this one woman can see the ghosts, and she keeps like talking to them or like reacting to stuff they're doing, and everyone around her doesn't know what she's reacting to. So much of the show could be explained away if she's just like, "Hey, I'm sorry." I've got Tourette's. I will yell at people who aren't there, or I will jump, that sort of thing. Um, just, um, you know, it might, it might, it, it might be unusual, but that, it's just something that happens sometimes. And then everyone's like, oh, cool, like, sick, and then just get on with their life, right? To so just say, just like walk around, like I do Shakespearean monologues, and then on your back at random intervals. <laughs> Go very good. Go to the fringe, just stand on the mile, and then people will crowd round you all day waiting for the thing to strike. This this one's easy, this one's easy. Chaboy's made three million dollars today. I've only made two, but I think I'll lend you wait, half have... a million. Hambo, I'll lend you half a million. We're even. Okay, so then a so small loan of half a million dollars. Now chasing you. You've got you're gonna do Shakespeare monologues, that's good. What was the third one we did? What was the other one? Uh the the middle one what was the middle one? Oh, it was, it was at the end. It was at the bottom of the list. Permanent hype man. Permanent yeah. hype man. So you know, a permanent hype man. They'd be hyping it up for your the, next. Yeah, this guy's like, "Yo, Shakespeare, let's go!" And you're like, "Mine hype man doth proclaim me." <laughs> I think. I think. Though, I think my Shakespearean bit should be, be a recurring segment. Hambo, this is this has been a good episode. I don't want to toot my own horn, but this has been a good episode. Fucking. No, this is a good episode. Off-brand off is it? Off-brand Pokemon. Or is it officially off licensed Pokemon, Pokemon content? It's, I think it's officially licensed. I don't know, actually. It just it doesn't say unofficial on it. It just says now plastic free. Well, that's nice. No plastic in these Pokemon. We should do a boy review calendar. We should do boy review merch. We should do a boy review okay. sexy calendar, like like the like like the Warwick Rowing Society. Well, until then, uh, it's like we're that, both naked, but our penis. No, 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 Wilkie. I'm going to just mute. There we go. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed this episode of Boy Review. If you have, make sure you like it. Wilkie's just making funny gestures at me. <laughs> um, make sure you like this. Make sure you subscribe to us. Make sure you share with us your friends because it's it's fun to get us out there and hopefully they'll like it too. Uh, if you want a bit more Boy Review, you can follow us at Oh, follow us on Instagram at Boy Review, and you can also sort of well, you can't really follow us on Twitter. We're just individual people, but you can t- you can tweet hashtag Boy Review, hashtag something else, make make the hashtag more well known, and then uh, you can you can get something, and Wilkie will hopefully pick it up. But you have to include hashtag Boy Review in there, otherwise he probably won't see it because he keep making I've managed up. to I've managed to unmute myself. Damn it, Hamish! I shouldn't have given you that power. Yes, hashtag Boy Review. Yeah, we're looking to stream more as the as the year goes by, and we know our we understand our timetables a bit more. Um, we will hopefully start getting a more regular stream. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that all goes. Uh, we may stream some point this week, but again, we'll put it, something out on Instagram and let you know what's going on there. 
Um, I think that's that's everything we kind of need to cover. We hope again as we hope you enjoyed it. To remember to take part in Wookie's cheese quiz, and uh, until next week, it's, it's going to be cheese, a goodbye it's pasta, from me. But okay, <laughs> it's goodbye take part from in Wookie's me. Pasta quiz. <laughs> take it again. Take it again, Hamish. It'll be good. This this all will be fixed in post Wookie. Don't worry. Okay. Until then, though, it's going to be a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me. See ya. Fucking hell. Um, right.